All right, what's up guys? What is happening today? We are talking motivation, drive, motivation gets thrown around like you said. Yeah, let's talk, I wanted to just talk, you know, I had it on my mind this morning, talking about motivation as a metric, because I think people use that as a guide sometimes to like feel how, they're like, how good do I feel? Am I motivated? I don't feel that motivated today, or mm. that kind of stuff getting thrown around. Or I'll see like YouTube videos that pop up on my feed that's like, you know, oh, the best video for motivation. And like, you know, mm. I think motivation is just a shitty metric. And it's funny from <laughs> doing so many of these podcasts and talking to so many like fitness experts, yeah, they're not big on motivation. And what they're big on is instilling habits. So yeah. when you're unmotivated, the habit keeps you focused and keeps you on track. So I like where you're going with that. You don't yeah. necessarily have to be motivated, but if you instill good habits, you tend to keep doing what's meant to be done. Totally, because you, I never feel like going to the gym. I never feel like, oh, I'm so excited to go to the gym, you know? See, I do, I love going to the gym. I don't, I never feel like that. And I, I, never, I like the honesty. Yeah, I never feel like, oh, I'm so excited, I wanna go run right now, I'm just like, I gotta run, <laughs> like, you know? And then I just yeah. go and do it. I just put on my shoes and, you know, I just sometimes I feel worse than other times. Sometimes I can just start running right away. Sometimes I got to walk for like a couple minutes and then I just kind of like, all right, let's go, you know. Ease into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but. So what, what gets you out the door? What gets your shoes on then? It's the, it's the habit, right, of just mm. doing it. It's like when you brush your teeth twice a day, you just like, you feel, if you forgot or you didn't brush your teeth, you just feel super weird. Like, I have to brush my teeth, I mm. have to, you know. Okay. Um, and you get to that, it just, you start getting obsessed with it, right? It's, it's that habit, you just have to do it. And I think that's what it is too with going to the gym and running. Like once you just kind of have the habit of just doing it, there's just something that doesn't feel completed in your day until you kind of get that done. I like that. And also too, like to make a habit, you got to make something important enough in your life where you go, it's important enough to make that sacrifice to make it a habit. Sure. So important enough being brushing your teeth is important enough because if you don't, your teeth are going to fall out. So it should be the same thing of health, shouldn't it? Totally. If I don't exercise, I'm going to become overweight, get unhealthy and potentially die earlier. Yeah, 100%. So that should be a pretty good damn reason. Well, and now we're going into a deeper thing, right? Like a little more philosophy and psychology of the whole process, right? Mm. Like what's your why, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like some people's whys are, I think a little bit surface level, you know? They're just like, oh, I just, I want to feel good. And it's oh, like, I wanna that's look good. bullshit. Like, I want to look good. I want to look good. Yeah. And you're like, not really. Like how many times do you sit there and actually look at yourself in the mirror? Like, yeah. let's be real. Like, I'll be honest. I never look at myself in the mirror. We just finally got a mirror in our room, like a full length mirror. We haven't had one in probably 11 years. You know, we finally got one recently and I just use it just like, oh, the shoes look pretty cool with this shirt yeah, or whatever. And you and know, like, like, do I have toothpaste on my shirt? Yeah, or? like it's so like brief. It's funny, the older but, I get, I, the less I look in the mirror. Yeah. And I see people younger and they're in the mirror all the time. And the yeah. older I get, I'm like, when's the last time? Have I got something in my teeth? Like, yeah. you don't care. Like you don't worry so no, much. No, no. So your priorities change. Yeah, and if you're sitting there and you're working out and you're just, that's your goal is just to look good in the mirror. Well, okay, but I don't think that's gonna be enough to get you motivated when you feel like crap to go to the gym. I just don't think it's gonna or work. Or keep it long-term because when you're in 20s, I wanna look good. Oh yeah, good. you got nothing else to do. I want, yeah, you got nothing else to do. You know, yeah. kids, no priorities. Hey, I wanna impress this girl, I wanna impress yeah. this guy. But as you get older, it gets more deep, it gets 
your priorities change. Totally. Opportunity costs, In right? your 40s, you got, right? Yeah, you got... I want to live longer. I want to feel better. I want to get out totally. of bed earlier. Well, the I want to get rich if you're not going to be able to like enjoy it. Yeah, your right? health is like, well. Yeah. And, so. and and be able to spend time. Like I'm, I look forward to having grandkids, as weird as that sounds. I look forward to that time in my life. I don't think that's weird at all. Yeah, and I want to enjoy it with them. Mm. You know, I want to be able to go sailing with them and <sighs> yeah. get on, go horseback riding. Like I don't want to be all like, oh, you know... And, I've seen so many parents where the kid starts running away and they're so overweight that they can't catch the kid. Yeah. And that scares me. And the kid's running towards the road and the that mom or the dad can't move. And you should be able to catch your kid. You better sh- should be able to save your child. You should yeah. be able to keep up with your child. Yeah, at least a little, right? Like mm. I'm not gonna be able to go and play like hockey like my But I mean you can does. move if you have yeah. to to uh, catch them all. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I can play with them. I can go out there, we can throw the ball around, we can have fun, you know. Mm. And you know, if we we're playing softball or whatever, like I'd be able to play with him and stuff. But I, you know, he still has obviously youth on his side. But where's he going to be when he's forty-three, almost forty-four years old? Right? Like those mm. are really big questions. And yeah, by you being that way, you're trying to instill the fact that he's going to try to copy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Monkey see, monkey do. Well, he he already loves go. He loves going to the gym. So he's because mm. we've just always kind of gone, and I've brought him. He's comes to the gym. He'll be with me later today. We'll go to the gym. Which is awesome. Yeah. And that's that's the big thing I'd say is I like go to the gym. I've been going to the gym five days a week for the last 25 years. Full stop. Yeah. Hasn't been any time off. I haven't, I've never dreaded going to the gym. And I understand that I'm lucky because I love to do that. Yeah. Where someone else might love to sit down and read or they got something else that they would never give up no matter what. Yeah. I've done martial arts. I've done dancing. I've done different things on and off. But weights has always been 100% staple. I've been committed to forever. Yeah. And I'm lucky. And because of that, when I've been drinking, when I've been partying on the weekends, I've always come back on track because gym has been such a priority in my life. Yep. But most people don't like that. And even you're saying you don't like going to the gym that much. I don't. But So if you like that, yeah, you got to really find a way that to make you go, don't yep, you? Yeah, you do. And, uh, you know, part of that was kind of creating... You know, getting my son involved and my wife likes, she doesn't like to go to the gym either, but she does. She likes the way she feels. So like you got motivating each other. Yeah. So you kind of start creating that like, well, I'm going to the gym. You're like, well, keeping each other accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping each other accountable. Yeah. And so like that stuff starts to really become a part of all of our lives, you know? And And then when you go to eat good or eat bad, it helps with that decision too, doesn't it? Totally. Because you're like, man, I put in all this work. It's three o'clock and... I've eaten so good all day. Like, why am mm. I going to mess it up now? Like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's your weakness? My weakness? I just like desserts, man. Pastries. And, Do you really? Yeah. Like, I could probably like just donuts eat. donuts or? I, anything like that. A good scone, donuts. Gotcha. I mean, I could do like a donut and coffee and scone. and co- I could probably do that like all day, you know, but <laughs> like, and not even eat regular food, but that would be. That's but you cool. understand. Yeah. There's, a, um, there's an app I just came across. It's called Yaka. Y-U-K-A. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what the name's about, but it allows you to scan the food and it gives you a rating from zero to a hundred. Oh, that's cool. And then if it's got preservatives, additives, it tells you what's in it. Mm-hmm. And then if you click on those additives, it tells you how, um, how bad they are for you, if they're good for you, if they're bad for you. And then what it leads to, um, it's really good. So like <laughs> if I'm buying something now, I'm like quick scan, I'm like, okay, that's not as good as i thought it was yeah yeah i scanned some ranch last night it was zero out of a hundred wow did i buy that no it made me go with this and i mean i hate healthy 90 percent of the time but it made me start to make little better decisions yeah it's the little details mm. and that's the big stuff you know because we have a friend well a family member i'm not going to go into too much detail but you know like 
they eat a lot of salads and when you're eating a lot of salads it sounds great but when you look at the like just the sauce that you're putting on it mm. if you're piling on a bunch of condiments right yeah a bunch of other stuff well you're better off having like a burrito or tacos like the sugar right yeah it's and the, the sugar salt, and yeah. the salt and all the other preserves are putting in that stuff to keep it good the egg bad eggs or whatever other stuff could be in there and there's just so many different things that can go into the you know chemicals that go into sauce mm. especially if it's off the shelf that you're dumping on there so you're better off just eating cleaner things yeah it's it's being aware of the whole thing right just because you're having a salad doesn't make it nice like a mcdonald's salad is no india healthy no but it's a salad yeah yeah it's just marketing right it, it is. it's so, it's actually worse than a cheeseburger i, I believe it's really I, I believe it it's really bad yeah. it's scary bad yeah and then you know throw in like a you know breaded chicken on top of there and all of a sudden you're like boom <laughs> mm. And going back to the um, going back to the motivation, sure. reading is huge for that, right? Not necessarily for motivation, but to to see how other people do things, see different people's routines, see different people's priorities, um, how they keep good ha- how they've built good habits, how they keep good habits, and how they develop new habits. I've learned so much from reading. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I mean, but with reading, you know, you got to develop that curiosity to keep you reading all the time. Right? Well, I was going to say, even reading is yeah. a habit, right? Yeah. And if you've never, if, you, if you're if you 40, let's say, you know, and you've never read books, like really since maybe high school or something like Which, that. Which, remember I was saying that, most people don't. Yeah. If that's you and you, you want to start changing your life and changing things and learning and all that stuff, well, you're going to have to kind of create a habit of reading even when it feels really hard because... If you don't read all the time or listen to audiobooks, you might not have the attention span for it. Mm, Simple as that. That's, a good that's point, another actually. muscle. So if if you're gonna try and jump in and read all these books and we're recommending all these books and all of a sudden you're like, I just can't even get through. I start reading and I forget what I was reading. It's been like I go through five pages and you know, when mm. you get tired, sometimes that happens. Even when you're listening to an audiobook, sometimes you drift off and you're like, Oh crap, I just missed like that whole chapter, you know, and then you just go back and you listen yeah. to it again, right? We'll turn it off. And, totally. Yeah. And it happens. We we have moments where we're a little bit more fatigued. Well, if you've never read it, since high school and you're a little bit older, you're gonna have to develop that muscle again. It's gonna take some time. So the, that's going to be one of those things where you might kind of have to develop sort of a habit of reading. Eventually, it won't feel like a habit anymore. You'll just be curious. You'll be able to read more and all that stuff. But that will take some time. Just I a think. routine you look forward to, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to have to build your brain muscle up. Mm, I've talked about this before too. I like I do one thing at a time. If I'm developing a good habit, I do it consistently before until it becomes just a staple. Yeah. And I won't ever try to develop two habits at once. Say it's um. So it was cold showers, right? I've been doing cold showers for six years. It was start one thing at a time, one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Before I know it, it wasn't even like, am I gonna do cold today? It was like, no, this is just the way I shower now. There's a guy who talks about, if you quit smoking, you don't say you're a non-smoker. He says, I don't smoke. And subconsciously in your brain, you've, you've kind of made two different, you're not like, oh, I don't smoke anymore, thinking oh, I may go back to it. No, I'm not a smoker. Yeah. Just just a definitive, clean, straight to the point answer. And you can see straight away by saying it two different ways, it takes you two different directions. Of course. I go to the gym. I occasionally go to the gym. Or sometimes I eat well. I eat clean. Like, yeah. It's funny what just that little thing can do. Yeah. Well, you are kind of like 
reinforcing an identity you're trying to create for yourself, right? That's kind of changing your blueprint. Yeah, you're mm. changing your blueprint because that's a little bit. That's the that's the hard part is changing who you are inside already, and the changing those bad habits, those habits, those mm. subconscious ones that like, well, you know, whatever. I've you know, I'm gonna do this instead of that. Like mm. I can do that later. And then later comes and you're like, man, I'm just so tired. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Right. And then tomorrow comes and then the same pattern happens again and again. So you're trying to change that pattern yeah. by saying, no, I do this now. Or, you know, yeah, I'm going to do it when I don't want to. And so, yeah. How do you, um, we talk about, like we're talking a lot about fitness, but as far as you work in a job you don't like and you want to start your own business, it's always been a thought or you want to lose weight and you want to get healthier. What does it take for you to take that decision? Usually it's some, like with health, usually it's a mild heart attack. It's uh, it's pre-diabetic. It's not fitting in a plane seat. It's something dramatic. I would say- How with, do you do it with business? Well, with health, let's just start there real quick because that one's a little bit easier for people to kind of understand is either something like that's going to happen really dramatic if you haven't done it already if you're lucky and it just depends where you are in your life if you're you know like in your 20s it might be a little easier just to start going just because you got nothing else to do Mm. right if you're in your 30s and you got a family well then it gets a little harder right because you got to pick up kids and you got to now you have to kind of maximize your time a little bit better and you're gonna have to like figure out where to put it in you're gonna break away from the environment you've been stuck in yes you have to figure out a way to do it there's Mm. no real excuse everyone has a few minutes you know if you find you know track your time figure it out whatever but i think the key with you know getting whatever you want to call it motivated or to creating the habit um get moving you, right you, whatever moving, what however you want to talk you're gonna have about to it. find that reason that's important enough for you that's your why right your like, why yeah. has to be big enough so whether it's like you are so sick of how gross you feel all the time mm. That could be one, but you really have to be like sick of yourself, right? To make that change. It's the, it's the low of the low sometimes it sometimes takes Sometimes it is. Yeah. Like I am, you know, like so grossed out. Like, you know, I really feel just like crap. Like you don't even feel like taking your shirt off when you're with your partner or whatever. Right? Yeah. You feel a little, you're starting to feel like you're like, man, I never felt like that before, but now I feel. And so instead of just like putting it off to the side and going and having a drink and trying to forget about that stuff, like think about like, why do I feel like this? Like. Do you want to feel like that forever? Because being honest with yourself. Being honest right. with yourself. It's only yeah. going to get worse. Yeah, it's not going to get easier, not, is it? Yeah, yeah, the knife doesn't get sharper unless you go and sharpen it. Like mm, you know, I like that. And then as soon as you're not sharpening your knife all the time, it's going to start doling out. So like you got to kind of keep going. Get that honest conversation um, with yourself. Yes. How, why is this important enough for me to make the sacrifice to get where I want? And if it's not, you're never going to do it, are you? And that's yeah. if that's quit smoking, that's to get exercising, that's to stop drinking. It's got to be either low of a low, or it's got to be some awakening, some health scare, or you got to you got to have a real conversation with yourself. Like, what does it take for me to take true and consistent action? Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard though, right? It is hard, but you know, you know, like our ancestors who had to just work and work on farms, or they had to like you know, wake up in the morning and they felt like shit, but you know. They just got to go to work anyways. Mm. Like they just went and did the things they had to do. Survival, right? Yeah, they just went and did it. They didn't. They didn't like. Oh, I don't feel like it today. I'm gonna, you know, mm. take a break. No, they would go and do it anyways. You know, like because they had to feed the family. They, they had, had to, to feed provide the family. For the family. They had to get ready for winter. They had to start stuff. Mm. Like the life goes on, whether you feel like crap or not. Tony Robbins talks about it a lot. He goes, a lot of depression comes from a lack of purpose. Yeah. If you lack purpose, you're gonna get depressed. You're probably gonna get overweight. You're just gonna become 
stagnant and your life isn't going to be happy. But sure. as soon as you have purpose, as soon as you have a reason for getting up in the morning, if you don't have a reason to get up in the morning, why do you want to get up? So you got to find what motivates you, what gets you out of bed, what gets you ex- I don't like even using motivated. What gets you yeah. excited? Yeah. This morning I was excited to get up to do this. That's what gets me excited. Yeah. And that may be one small little thing, silly little thing, but if that's what works for me, that's what works for me. Well, your brain, the way it works is whatever you kind of focus on, it starts to find those things, right? Mm. Uh, I think it's called the RAS, your reticular activating system. All right. In your brain, you have a specific part of your brain that will help you um, find things in your life that you are looking for. So, for example, if you decide like, oh, I want this new, you know, Corvette. You're going to start seeing that Corvette everywhere because mm. your brain now is looking for it. Instead of just like kind of zoning out and looking at the clouds, you're going to like spot those Corvettes because your reticular activating system is going to be looking for those things. That works with everything. So if you're looking for one good thing in your life, you know, one good reason to get up in the morning, you're going to find one good reason, but you got to start looking for it, right? Yeah. Whether gotta, it's like... I like that. You got to yeah, look for it. You're going to look for mm. it. So if it's like, man, what is one reason to get up today? Like, what am I... Okay, well, coffee sounds good. Great. Start with coffee, right? That's a great place to start. That sounds like a good start. (laughs) Now you got coffee, right? Now you've got one thing. And then guess what? You're going to start figuring out other things in your day. And then the next day you might have two things. Man, I liked coffee and I liked when I put, I had that thing with it or whatever, you know? Okay. Well now, like I really liked having my coffee and then, you know, just kind of getting moving in the morning. Whatever, like little by little, you'll start finding things to get up for in the morning, right? Little baby steps. Little baby steps. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Like if you ask somebody on death row, you know, what, you know, or you follow them through their last days of living, a lot of them just completely kind of have a lot of come to Jesus moments where they, you know, realize like, man, I never enjoyed the beautiful sky. I never realized how good my food was. I never took the time to like be in the moment Mm. with all this stuff. And that just shows you that we create habits of running from just our own like moment, you know? So if you're depressed and you're feeling that, like start to find one thing, like just one thing Mm. that makes you happy. I like that. Yeah. Something comes to mind too is what you're just saying, like uh, appreciating things. When you eat cleaner, you appreciate your donuts and your bakeries. You do. You really do. Yeah. I've busted my butt (laughs) at the gym the last three days. I don't train today. I'm appreciating the fact that yeah. I'm not going to the gym today. I love going to the gym, but I appreciate the fact my body's sore and I'm tapped out and I'm not doing anything today. Yep. I'm doing whatever I want to do today. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff where, you know, I will eat just clean like six days a week. And then that seventh day, I kind of allow myself to have like, mm. you know, whatever, like I want pancakes human. in the morning. Yeah. yeah like I want to enjoy that stuff too. And, and you're right. By doing that, I didn't feel like I was like punishing myself. What it felt like is like a more like a trophy for myself like, like a reward treat. right like, yeah you did it like, hey i earned this have whatever you want yeah dude. yeah yeah go nuts yeah but then the next day or the next meal you're back, you're back on track yeah. and that's that yeah but i from experience you appreciate bad food so much more totally yes yes and no because when you eat really clean for a long time you have it it's great and then you're like oh my god i feel awful yes that's true there's <laughs> that sucks. part of it yeah totally. so and but i find by doing that it's so good because you're like I don't want to have pizza again for a couple of weeks because yeah, but it you, was good. You enjoyed the first like couple the At first gratification, good. and then yeah, and then, then like a couple like, hours later, you're loaded. like, dang, I you feel, feel like, so tired. Like, feel like sleeping. Going like, on, yeah. Hmm, I probably didn't need this. That's true, all. and that's the same thing. Like if I eat pancakes right in the morning, I'm just tired all day. I'm just like, <laughs> you know. But it was it was a nice treat, and then that's it. You know, it's time to get back mm. on it. So there's a thing. Um, so there's a thing Gary V talks about. He's like talking about if you're in a job that you don't like, but 
you got obviously got to make money. You got family, you got rent, you got bills, uh, you got car payment. You've got to find, if you want to start working for yourself, what he recommends is to work your full-time job. When you get out of work, you start hustling on your side income. And until that side income replaces your full-time income, that's how you kind of transition. So I think like relating to, to the business side of it, how to get motivated, how to get on track, you need to understand it's small little steps and the more you put in on the out, the more you put in on it, the quicker that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it takes a point where I'm so sick of my boss being on my case. I, I hate my job. I'm so I work at Starbucks. I'm so sick of people being rude to me. I've got this skill and I know I can do it. But I've, yeah, what I'm getting at is what what gives you that push? How do you get those habits? How do you? Is it being at a lower gain? Is it just one day you just like oh, I'm so sick of my boss? I think it's probably different for everyone. I think the hardest part is breaking kind of like you breaking who you currently are. You might have some skill that, you know, or something that you want to do, which I 100% think I'd I'd rather somebody try than never try at all. Mm. Like if you try and fail, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to grow. You're going to feel different. And you'll never look back at that and go, well, I didn't try. And that's the regret part is going to kill you in the end. Mm. But you also don't need to jump in, quit your job. You don't don't need to go 100%. You can can ease your way in, right? Yes. Mm. Yes, I, I do think so. But you have to always kind of, you know, everyone's in a different situation. If you're in your 20s, I'd say go for it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can waste your whole 20s. I really agree even, with Gary Vee on that. Yeah, even yeah. your 30s. I even your like. 30s, you yeah. could probably screw. I mean, I'm, you know, in my 40s and I'm starting to do completely different things than I did. I in feel my like 30s. even your 40s, that's the thing, right? So, sorry, I don't mean to like cut in. It's just like if you're making $30,000 a year in a job and you, your 20s, your 30s, you're making 30, even $50,000 a day. And then in your 40s, you start working for yourself and you figure it out. And all of a sudden, you're making $100,000, $200,000. That adds up so quick. Yeah. You're making you're making more money you did in in one year than you were in three to six years. That adds up very, very quickly, doesn't yeah. it? And from experience, going from making that 20 grand a year to like a lot more, it's you just it doesn't really matter when you do it. Yeah. And if you're not living uh, above your means, you're living below your means, you're able to save you can get ahead very quickly it's never i feel like it's never really too late yeah well i do think we're in a time where there's so much possibility right now there's so many ways to make money and social media the internet social media Mm. the internet we're so connected now there's so many ways to get in front of people if you're creative and you're willing to do some work and you know there's 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 so much opportunity right now and to not try to do whatever it is you want to do right now would be silly. You know, it's absolutely like, crazy, just right? Go for it. Like, mm. what is it going to do? And to to your point about age, as far as like, I think forty, like as far as millionaires becoming millionaires or something, I think most millionaires don't become millionaires until their forties and up. And up, right? Yeah, I think it's actually a very my, small percentage in the forties. As far as like with men goes, is we're just so concerned with relationships and girls and stupid stuff that doesn't really like 100 yeah. i wasted so much time chasing girls and doing stupid thinking stuff. about girls or thinking about this or you know how it's just i saw something recently yeah. it's like guys don't start succeeding to the 40s because they stop chasing girls 
Yeah. In the first 20 years, that's all they're doing. Sure. And you waste so much time and effort. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I was lucky. I met my wife, I was 27 when we first met. Yeah. I was going to say, unless and, you get married earlier. And, and so when I, when we got married, I got married, you know, it was, you know, I was 30. And so I actually feel like it's funny how that, how that works, but you know, her, she really just helped me focus on everything. I just yeah. focused on all the things I wanted to do. All of a sudden I just felt different. And now I just feel like a, like so different than I did, mm. you know, pre, pre my wife, I guess you could say, mm. but you know, when you have a good person around you too, it really helps you kind of like, you know, be the better version of yourself. Uh, so you let's know. touch on, so you work in your job, you go to school, you want to ease into this business. Um, yeah, yeah. So you're working 40 hours during the week. When you get home, you're on the internet, you can be on your phone, you can be posting, you can, you can start to build some momentum very, very slowly without over, overstressing yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, anytime that you feel the urge to look at your social media, to go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anytime you have any of those urges, just replace it with searching or learning something about your business. Absolutely, you know? right? That's it. Just start doing that. What will start happening is, again, you're like RAS, your reticular activating system will fire up and you'll start just looking for things because you'll start getting mm. a habit of just researching things about your business. All of a sudden, you get to a point where you kind of have like at least a feeling or you'll have like, you'll see a kind of a, at least the next two steps of the process. You're not going to ever see the whole process. You're never going to say, oh, I want to do this. And then you're going to go, I know exactly how it's going to happen. Maybe there's somebody out there. I've never met anybody or know anybody mm. that knows the whole process. Nobody want to. What's, what's the fun of that? Like it's a boring trip, right? Yeah. Because really. The journey is so much more rewarding. Totally. And it's fun to not know what's happening. Okay. So you kind of just start the process with knowing maybe the first couple steps, maybe even just the first step. Mm. And then you take it. You're gonna take the first step and all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, I see the next step. And then you'll take the next step. And little by little, you might take a couple wrong steps, but all that's gonna help you kind of figure out mm. the next process, right? Absolutely. If, if you're, you're working at Starbucks, you're doing 40 hours and you wanna be a photographer, just start offering free shoots after work, on the weekends, yeah. get your practice in, start posting your photos. Before you know it, someone's gonna book, and don't charge too much. Hey, it's $50 a session, it's I $100 agree. a session. I would just do free photos, and then they'll be online. If you wanna buy them, buy them. If not, Well, not don't. even that, It's it, it shows your work. Yeah. So it's like, so if sharing. I reach out to you, like, hey, would you like a free family shoot? You guys, yeah, why not? Yeah. I post a picture, the next family sees it, like, hey, how do I book you? Yeah. There's $100 extra in your pocket. You're now making $10 an hour at Starbucks or a job like that. I'm not picking on Starbucks, by the way. It's yeah. just an example. Um, you're making $10 an hour in a job customer service, and now you just made $100 in an hour. Yeah. You literally just made 10 hours in. So you got your full-time job, and now you got your side hustle. And then a couple months later, you're getting a couple bookings on the weekend. And you're slowly starting to see the transition, how it's possible. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're a full-time photographer. You're making three times what you were. You're doing what you love. It's yeah. just, it's, it's that simple. It is that simple. It really is that simple. And then there's going to be a point where you're going to have like a tipping point where you're going to realize like, I can't take on any more bookings, mm. you know, um, without decreasing time over here. So either you're going to go part-time at your full-time job, yeah, right? Or you're going to have to kind of make that, that hard call. Can I save up enough money to just quit and then go for it? Mm. Or, you know, like... 
Or I can start charging more because I'm in more you demand. You start charging more. And you keep that solid base yeah. and, the, and the medical and all you, that. Exactly. Or you start charging more until you figure out like, okay, I can't charge anymore. I start like my calendar isn't getting as full, mm. right? And that's what we do with like rentals, like short-term rentals. It's the same thing. We kind of figure out where, what is the most we can charge before people are like not happy with it anymore, right? It's a fine line, right? It is. And it const- you're constantly pivoting. And it moves. And it, it moves. But I want to ask you a question actually. So for me, as working for myself, photographer, videographer, once I had savings behind me and I had a safety net, I was good. Mm-hmm. Working for myself, if I didn't make money for a month, not that that ever happens, but if it did happen, I was good. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing I could possibly tell other people is to get as much money behind you as possible. Kind of like... um like a safety net, like three to six months of expenses saved. So if shit hits the fan, you're good. Sure. Were you like, the, are you the same way when you started businesses or did you go all in and like use all your savings or have you always had that safety net to? Yeah, we kind of always, I mean, I always had a sort of a safety net. I guess you could say we always had income. Like, you know, that's the cool thing of when you have a really good partner too, you know? Yeah, you said your wife bring yeah, money. Yeah, she kind of was always, she, and she likes doing what she's doing. She's happy. What happens if you didn't have her and you're doing it by yourself? Would you recommend having some type of, some type of nest or you recommend just jumping in and... I think it totally depends on your situation. Okay. I really do because if you have a child or anything like that, then you need a safety net. Like you got, you yeah. can't, now you're not just doing it for you and you can't be like just living in a van with your kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to feed, you got, mm. you have responsibilities now. So you're going to have to man up and you're going to have to be a little more patient. I think know? a big thing I'm getting at is like when I started, it wasn't like that, but yeah. it was like rather than go buy this new camera and get this and spend more money. I'm going to put some more money behind me to get some more security in case. Yeah. It was, it's prioritizing where that money was going. And the more money I put behind me, the more comfortable I got, the more I was able to start marketing, spending time, outsourcing things. It gave me, it gave me leverage. It gave me a better position to, to grow, I guess. Yeah. I think that's pers- a little bit personal, right? And also to not work back. Yeah. Because for example, a lot of the people in the short term rental world that, you know, like to have, up, up to six months of expenses saved up for yep. the property, right? So if the property costs, let's say, 5K a month, they want to have, you know, 5K a month for six months, you yep. know, like they want to have that 35,000 sitting in there. And that's fine. I'm cool with three, you know? Even I'm cool if it drops down to two. Okay. But, but I'm, that's just me. That's right? a personal thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a personal thing. Because this is, my, my thoughts are this, if it's not booking enough, what am I doing what am I doing wrong to not get it to be booking, mm. right? Now, I'm just more active, I guess, on there too with like my pricing and I kind of look around on there and I see what's going on and, if, you know, I'm just more active on there. And I think that a lot of people just kind of set it and kind of forget it. And then they're mm. like, I don't know what happened and it hasn't booked that much. And you're like, well, your pictures have been updated in three years and your, you know, yeah. your pricing's been the same and you haven't even touched that in three years. Like, well, like the world's always changing. Things are just changing. So you kind of at least have yeah. to. So I think it changes and everyone's a little different and your situations are different. Um, like if you're 20 and you, have nothing else going on and you know you can live off of you know, yeah yeah <laughs> top ramen and yeah ramen yeah and, and a van with a bed in it and stuff like go for it like you don't need savings really yeah. something that comes to mind too it's like something i've learned if it's not costing you money don't spend the money yeah so eat like as a photographer do i as a new drone just came out there's a new camera there's a new lens do I need that or do I want that? Yeah. And when I really stopped and understood the difference, 
And I was like, uh, yeah, there's a new camera out there, but it's not going to help me make any more money right now. Mm -hmm. uh, in the future, it might be fine, but right now I don't need it. I'd rather take that two grand, put it in savings. So if a rainy day happens, yeah. I'm okay. If I want to start running Facebook ads, I've got money to do that. If a client comes to me and they're literally offering me half what I'm charging, I can say no. You're not, you're not, us. Uh, I don't like to say slave. You're not a slave to like what someone wants to pay you, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're more in control because you're in a better financial position where you're not getting nickel and dimed. So what I'm getting at is, um, do I need it or do I want it? Is this costing my business money or just, do I just want it? If it's something yeah. that, hey, if I buy this, I'm able to make more money, absolutely. For sure. Like setting up a studio at my house made me so much more money. Small investment, but I was able to make more money by doing so. Sure, that's important. And you know, I would say I, most businesses probably have a lot of struggles and don't scale or grow because of that. Mm. They just buy them, you know, I'm gonna buy the nicest interior. I'm gonna do the nicest camera. You get excited, right? Yeah, of course. Like with your rally business, like you like, could have gone out and bought brand new WRXs. Yes. But you probably looked around, you found secondhand ones, you probably fixed them up. Yep. And you probably bought one at a time. Yep. You mm. didn't just jot. You, you know what I'm getting at. I know exactly you? what you're getting mm. at. So you kind of like people, you know, when you really need it, when you absolutely need it, then it's probably time to buy it. And it's going to allow you to make more money by doing that. Yes. Yeah, but exactly what I'm getting at. There's really no point in, in buying a bunch of stuff and getting all the fancy, you know, stuff until it's needed. <laughs> and it can be secondhand. It can, it can. be used. It doesn't need to. It's, yeah. it's, it's baby steps. It's stepping stones. Yeah. You don't need to all of a sudden be like, competing with the person being done for 10 years sure. overnight. I mean, like you can go all in on a podcast system, for example. A perfect example. you can spend, you know, probably like 10, 10 grand 000, if you really yeah. want to have a beautiful, crazy, all this setup. Or you can just get one of those little recorders and just set it down with a decent little microphone on it. Or you find a little Zoom tripod. recorder, like yeah. hundred bucks. And you could do the same podcasting and yeah. the same like, yes, the quality of the audio is probably not going to be like as good. It doesn't matter. People, like, people, are, people are gonna listen to what you're saying. If the podcast to, is good, they're gonna listen. Yeah, like, full stop. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, what else as far as like motivation, habits? You know, there's a lot of high, I mean, maybe this isn't my, the algorithm to me, but I'm seeing a lot of just conversations about, you know, being a man and being whatever. And it's, it's a funny conversation, you know, that was never had before, but now we're, I feel like in, as a society, we're just kind of questioning everything, you know, what's a woman, what's a man, what's this, what's that? And for, you know, I, I, I think being a man is just doing the stuff you have to do even when you don't want to do it. That's mm. just what I think it is, like to man up and all that, like all that stuff, you know, that's really what I think it means. And that doesn't mean that women can't do the same thing, you know? But it's like, that's what it means. Mm. Like when, you know, when people say, well, what it means to be a man in a, in a world where, you know, well, take responsibility, do the things you don't want to do, go to the gym when you don't want to go, mm. you know, pay your child support when you don't want to pay it, whatever it is. Like, you yeah, know, that's yeah. part of, that's part of the process. And there's something that like, I feel like it's not very hard to stand out in today's society um, because I feel like a lot of people lack the basic things. So what comes to mind for me is integrity. Yeah. Do what you say you're going to do 100% of the time. Yeah. Number two, be punctual. 
always be on time. Never leave someone else waiting. Always yeah. be on time. If you're not if you're not early, you're late. And number three is to treat people the way you want to be treated. They're the three things that I like the staple of me. It's who I represent. It's what I'm 100% diligent on all the time. Yeah. And if I was to touch on number four, it would be if you're in the wrong, admit it quickly. Hey, I was late because I didn't leave the house early enough. Yeah, there was a car crash. The, the traffic got delayed by 20 minutes, but that's not the car. That's not the traffic's fault. That's my fault. I should have left earlier. Yeah. Or hey, I didn't know where I was going. Hey, I had a week to prep the work, figure out where I was going. I can check the map. I can see how long it's going to take. I it's 5:30 in the day. It's probably likely to be traffic. Be an adult and take accountability for yourself, right? Yep. And I feel like those three things will get you so much. Will get you so far ahead in life. Because I feel like most people lack those those simple things. Yeah, it's very strange, but it's true. It's and, really true, right? And, even know, our age. Yeah, even our age, it's uh, it's just not common, you know. And I mean, like our conversation, we have barely talked at all about even meeting today, you know. We're like, hey, but you're just going to be here, right? Like, oh, yeah, you, I just figured you know I'm going to be here because I responded yes, you know. And like, doesn't need to be triple checked. And no. I used to yeah. just do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. That's all it is. It's really that simple. If you're gonna yeah. help someone move, or you're gonna help someone be a business, or you're gonna, gonna read there. that book, and that applies to you too. Yes. Um, Byron, who I had on, who's like the fitness expert, he's like, I hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing to me, is I do what I say I'm gonna do because I don't wanna let myself down. That's how you build true confidence. Mm. That's the number one way to build confidence. If you're I really not a confident like that, right? guy, yeah. If you're not a confident guy, my, my bets are that you don't do what you say you're gonna do from day to day to yourself to yourself. you let yourself down yes and so that naturally creates this like little feedback loop inside your brain inside your mind of like well you didn't do it yesterday or you're shitty or whatever and you just don't feel confident but little by little if you just say i'm gonna do this you're gonna wake up you're not gonna want to do it but if you just go and do it anyways you're gonna feel a little bit better about yourself mm -hmm. and then you go and do something else that you're supposed to i do. love that so you're building confidence internally that's how you that is how you build confidence love that that's the real way to build confidence i like that and because then, you start to rely on yourself and you know that if no one else shows up you will right so and then you can start to love yourself too yeah. you get proud of who you are you like who you are i like who i am yeah. therefore i like who i am i like I like me as a person, and I don't mean in a weird way, I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. And because of that, I don't care what anyone else thinks of me because I know I'm a good person and I know where I'm trying to go. Yeah. And that also feeds into that, doesn't it? 100%, mm. totally. Like, that, that <laughs> we are, you know, we're you're in your own head. Like, you are you in your own head, and the whole world that you see it's all filtered through your philosophies and your ideas mm. and your thoughts and your feelings. And the way you right? talk to yourself. Yeah, and your feelings are gonna, are gonna be predicated a little bit on just how you look at the world. So if you feel good about yourself, you're naturally gonna look at the world a little better. You're gonna feel better about the world. You're gonna feel more confident that things will work out because you trust in yourself showing up. Mm. So it's all those things. You know, it's interesting that yeah. when you really stop and think about it. It really starts so, it's, it's personal mm. so much more personal than people realize mm. you know and a lot of people are just out there and you know we're on here talking on camera and you know we're out there in the social media world and people are looking for gratification from other people outside of themselves validation they're right looking for validation yeah. they're you looking to validate for like they're looking for well i didn't get that many likes i don't have that many followers and then it goes even deeper than that like you know oh he didn't look at me he didn't they just everyone starts making up rules 
you know, on how the world looks at them when in reality the world doesn't even think about you at all. At all. You know, at all. At all. Yeah. You're, you're so small. You're so time. small. And that's what traveling and things gives you better perspective yes. on how small you really are. Yep. There's only 330 million people in this country and you're one person out of that. Yeah. One person. Yeah. And <laughs> you go to India, you're one person out of a billion. You go to China, you're one person out of 1.3, 1.4 billion. Yeah. You're nobody. Nothing. Nobody cares about you. No. And then you zoom out and like you're on this tiny little rock. Mm. And then you zoom out more in this little galaxy and you can keep zooming out forever. And what do you become? Just dust, cosmic dust, mm. like in the grand scheme of things. So like when you, on the flip side of that, you mean something to some people, mm. right? Absolutely. But those people are probably the ones you don't care to get like so, yeah. feedback from. Yeah. Right? And they're the ones you're generally the rudest to, too, yes, right? Yes, because you know they're going to be there for yeah. you. And you probably put them off because, well, they're just part of my family. Like, they're an arm. Well, I'm not going to wear them in my arm. It's yeah, just yeah. there, right? I'm not going to, like, think about what it thinks or what it feels, you know? But your family, certain people in your life, I'm sure everybody has one person or something that would miss them. And if they don't have some person, well, they can... They would have that person if they just like love themselves a little more. All of a sudden, everyone else would start loving them too, you know. And then you become important to few people, mm. and that that's all you need. That's all I you like need. That. You know. Give me um, give me three habits that you have instilled on a consistent basis in your life that helps with your motivation, the way that you hold yourself accountable, and it's just it's added value to your life. Like what comes to mind? One is uh, hijacking other habits that I've already had. So like, what do you mean by that? So like, if I wake up in the morning, right, and I used to, I used to just have to, I would just eat every morning. Like, I would always have to have like, you know, either cereal and you know, some eggs or toast and eggs. Like, I always have to eat this big. Like, I always have to eat something right away. Yeah, you know, and instead of doing that, I would replace it and it wasn't easy at first of course but i would just have an extra cup of coffee i'd have two cups of coffee instead of just okay you know instead of just eating food so it, why why did you want to stop eating food i was work i wanted to start fasting a okay. little bit longer in the mornings okay you know? uh, my metabolism was not at all what it used to be you know so you found yourself getting like a little fluffier than you were yeah i just kept getting fluffier okay um and I, I, you know, so I was tracking my calories a little bit, so I realized I was just having way too many calories. And yeah. The easiest thing to do is just not eat in the morning, and it also made me a little bit sleepy after eating in the morning. Which it does. And I want especially that type of thing. Yeah, and I wanted yeah. to be ready to go a little bit more mentally, you know. And so I just decided, you know what? I love coffee. I can easily have just another cup of coffee, and let's just see how that works. And then you know, I learned about bulletproof coffee, and mm -hmm. then throwing a little butter in there, and. Um, cinnamon and then my MCT oil and little voila like little by so little fasting is a habit you do every day now yeah okay yeah and then I um, so I just kind of hijacked my food with just adding another cup of coffee I guess you could say <laughs> but I mean if that's what it is but if that's what it is and like little stuff like that you yeah. know what I mean and and you would just change like the way you look at things like oh man that sounds good you know or whatever and you would just kind of you you I guess it comes down to awareness right you have to be a little bit aware about what thoughts you're having and so, and, but also making like that, that sacrifice a priority over the long, like to, to the benefit, right? Yeah. By sacrificing here, I'm going to get the benefit of being skinnier, feeling better, looking better, living longer. Yeah. I would say that the word sacrificing is probably not the best. It's a little bit extreme. That wouldn't isn't work that? for me. 
Um, I like to look at it like I would just basically, like when it came to eating certain foods, I would just say, this is just what I can eat. This is like my menu and that's it. Okay. Like I don't look at what I'm sacrificing or I don't think about like, oh, I'd really like to have, I just go. It's this, what you're gaining and yeah, this, is, I, this is what you do. I wouldn't look at anything else. I just kind of like, you know, just gotcha. look at this is what I got. And What's another habit? So you've got the, the fasting. What else have you? What's um, like reading, exercising? I try. Yeah, I I would say 90% of the time I book in my days. So like I kind of just like in the morning, I try to have a few minutes just to myself. Um, you know, we have kids and they are all busy and we're we have so much stuff going on all the time that it's really nice to kind of just like have a moment in the morning to myself yeah where i write down like things that i'm gonna do that day okay, so like yeah to-do lists yeah i and, do the same thing and actually. that just kind of starts getting my mind going on okay like you know getting this day and getting something out of this day and isn't it rewarding when you knock them off and the end of the day they're all done yeah you kind of it helps build your confidence and i'm a to-do list guy i mean my yeah me and my wife always joke about it like if she wants something down she's got to put it on a to-do list <laughs> you know but it's a, it's a good feeling and it boosts your confidence when you knock things yeah. off you're like oh wow like i did everything i said i was going to do yeah and i like it too because it takes away some of the thoughts and thinking process so i can kind of just get it done and then you know my mind can be excited about have energy to be curious about books or learning mm, okay so and then i you know every day i'm always trying to learn something about what i'm doing so whether it's real estate or business or social media or whatever yeah i'm, I'm trying to learn something all right so i think like for me like three biggest habits that i've developed mm -hmm. i would say reading is probably number one it's probably the most beneficial thing i've ever done in my entire life as far as just fitness health business no excuse the way i treat people two ears and one mouth, listen twice as much as I speak, um, taking action, not making excuses, not complaining. So for me, um, every time I'm in the car, every time I'm at the gym, if I'm editing photos, back in the day when I was walking around the streets delivering pamphlets to build my personal training business, whatever, any chance I had to have education in my ears, I would do that. And now it's a daily thing where between two to four hours a day, I'm listening to audiobooks, podcasts, yeah. And it's, I cannot tell you how much it's dramatically changed my life and, and me as a person. That goes back to hijacking habits. Like if you find yourself, you know, looking at a lot of social media, you're consuming a lot of, you're watching movies, you're watching shows, you've got your Netflix show or whatever, you're just doing a lot of that stuff. You're going to have to just like hijack that. Mm. And you know, if you want to achieve this or you want to be that, then maybe when you feel that urge, like, oh, I'm gonna go sit down and watch that Netflix, you know what? I'm gonna watch that video I've been meaning to watch about business building. Right? Yeah, you're like, right. You gotta hijack that, like, and just switch you, it and go like, yeah. Oh. If you wanna be this certain person, you need to develop these certain habits, become that person. Totally. All these certain skills, and flicking through social media isn't gonna do that. Yep. But saying that, I use social media, but what I do is I follow Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, yeah. And by following those people, more of those people start to come up. Correct. And I'll make sure yeah. I like, I engage, I comment on the people that I want to see more of. So now, rather than my feed, rather than seeing like people shaking the butt, it's educational. It's educational. And just by flicking through social here and there, not that I use social much 
as outside of business, but when I do, I'm getting so much education. I'm yeah. sharing these around with friends. Same. It's it's great, right? Yeah, it can actually be really good. It is. Or you'll find someone that's talking about a podcast about you know something like RV parks, which I've always been interested in, and you click on them, and all of a sudden they've got a bunch of information on it. They got videos. And you're like, oh, mm. cool. Like, I'll read this book. I'll yeah. snapshot the book, and that's so, the next book I'll read. Yeah, but I think that takes time. If you're already like addicted to learn, learn, you know, doing certain things on there, you have to kind of just hijack it. I don't think you. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that easy to be on there and already be, you know, like my 17 year old, you know, on TikTok. I'm sure all his stuff's just stupid stuff, right? Yeah. So like, no, I guess I can't say it's stupid stuff, but it's all stuff. It's important to him. It's important to him right now, but I bet you it's not really serving what he wants. You Mm. know, so. Because, you know, he wants certain things out of life. He wants to go to business school and play hockey. And I'm sure a lot of it's probably not serving some of that stuff. Some of it maybe is, some of it's not. Anyways, if you are just kind of find yourself just on there, going down the rabbit hole, and all of a sudden you're like reading some random article about, you know, aliens landing, whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. it, That's a good indication of maybe we need to hijack that habit with something else. We need to just kind of like anytime you're about to get on that phone or you find yourself doing that, you need to... I like that. Pick up the book. Um, another habit of mine would be the gym. Hmm. And the best thing about the gym, like I said, I've been doing it five days a week since I was 17. I'm now 42. So it's been it's 25 years. Can't believe it's been 25 years. Mm-hmm. But by doing that, when I've been young and I partied on the weekend, Monday morning, back at the gym, I got friends going out a couple of days in a row. I would go out one night. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do multiple days because I want to be back at the gym. By going to the gym and keeping that healthy habit, now every time I go to eat, I'm like, what's the point of eating McDonald's if I'm going to the gym? So that would help with my food decisions. Yep. That would allow me to sleep better. All, all these little things, just by having that one staple on a consistent basis has allowed so many other beneficial things to come with that without me even knowing that. Yeah. Uh, not not having heartburn, not getting indigestion, not burping, not all these things that most people think is a regular normal occurrence yeah. is BS. You don't yeah. need to feel that way. That's funny that you say that because I recently, uh, last couple months, I was I had more indigestion than normal. Mm-hmm. And I re- started realizing, you know, that it was because I had a little extra fat, mm. you know, and the way my pants or whatever were sitting or however, whatever, it was giving me more indigestion randomly and I realized and I started doing some research and reading, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's probably because I got too much. I'm a little overweight than what the I normally healthy am. you get." And then I started going. I cut, you know, I already cut like ten pounds, um, and voila, like my indigestions. I haven't even actually, I haven't even thought about it until you just brought it up you, right now. That's what so, I'm getting. At. He does. Yeah. You don't even think about it, right? Yeah. And I know for me, if I drink soda, I burp straight away. Yeah, hundred percent of the time, I will burp when I have soda. <laughs> Guess how often I have soda? I never have soda. Yeah. Do I ever burp with from water? No, no. never will. Yeah. Because your body's getting what it's meant to have. Yeah. You're not putting something foreign into it. So therefore it's not acting in a foreign way. Mm-hmm. So exercise being, I just cannot stress how many positive things come from that. Totally. And then I the agree. mindset that comes from exercise relates to business 100%. Those two are just, it takes time, consistency. You can't point the finger. You can't blame it. You can't make excuses. You can't blame other people. Oh, my parents didn't teach me. It's the exact same mindset with fitness and weight loss as it is business. Yeah. 
the more I read, the more I educate, the harder I work, the luckier I get. It all yeah. relates back to business. That's true. And then the third biggest habit for me would be fasting. Fasting, when I was 39, I started fasting, and I would say that's probably the number one thing as far as my health. Yeah. And it broke, it took, it was hard for me. It broke every misconception I've ever been taught to believe. You gotta eat every two and a half, especially me being 220 pound, like weightlifting type guy. You gotta eat every two and a half hours. If you don't eat, you're gonna lose muscle. If you're not walking to the gym with a protein shake, you're walking, walking out with a protein shake, yeah. having a post-workout <laughs> meal, you're not gonna grow, you're gonna lose muscle, you're gonna have atrophy. And I realized it's all BS. The less you eat, the healthier you become, the better you feel. I still weigh the same. I stay leaner. I stay healthier. I, it's it's nearly easy. It's like this cheat code, but <laughs> this cheat code has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. It, it it isn't sexy. It isn't. There's no money in it. Fasting isn't no. sexy, but you and I both do it. We're in our forties and we'd love it, right? Yeah. It's it's a staple, and I will never stop. Yeah, I won't either. I mean, I will probably, I'm probably going to do another three day fast soon. Yeah, you like your prolonged fast, right? Yeah, I do. I do those here and there. And they, I mean, it just feels so much better for like, you know, months after. I just have a. You look so healthy after cleaner, a prolonged fast. Too, I feel right? cleaner. My body feels everything just, I don't know. I feel like I'm firing a lot better. My brain's working a lot faster. And it also does some other things in my life, which I didn't realize it would do. But like, whenever you get that sense of hungry, your hunger you're like just kind of like you're kind of like you're in control it's right okay i don't like i used to get hangry you know i get hungry I'm like i have shaky to eat. Yeah. yeah even my wife she would laugh at me and she'd be like uh oh you're hungry we got we got she's looking for she's feeling it too like we're looking for Attention. food where are we gonna yeah. eat yeah and it's like now it's like whatever i'm good like not you're a big in complete deal. control yeah. right yeah i don't feel worried about it at all like i i know that i can go another three days right like so I'm like you, you become free yeah it's it's the most freeing feeling when yeah. you don't you're not dictated by your next meal yeah I, I would literally leave the house this morning okay i'm going for six hours i'm gonna need to take i'm gonna eat it going to need to eat now and i'm gonna have to take two meals with me yeah you got your bag of food yeah and i'm gonna have to have uh, food ready for when i get home mm -hmm. that's not living no it sucks yeah and i did for 20 years of my life it sucks and yeah. now i walk out the door like you do i have my coffee and i'll eat when i want to eat and yeah it's not going to make any difference yeah i train for an hour doing weights busting my butt fasted i will not eat for five six hours after i train doesn't make any doesn't make any difference yeah and there's no exact like science or numbers behind it there is science behind it but like if if i'm hungry it's one thing but if i notice my blood pressure is a little bit you know because you can kind of tell you're like man i feel a little like you start to be able to read your body better, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I think it's, mm. I need to eat some... And like you're saying too, like 60 to 70% of your energy goes into digesting food. Yeah. So if you're always eating, you're always digesting food, you never have that same clarity, you never have that same energy. And you said it before, like you just feel like you got better clarity, better energy mm -hmm. because your body's now able to, to give that to you. It's ready to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And how settling is it to wake up in the morning on an empty stomach, like now it's 11 o'clock. I've been fasting for probably 16 hours already. I'll probably do a 20 hour fast today. You feel so settled. It's yeah. such a beautiful feeling. No, you don't feel bloated. You know, you kind of feel ready. And even going to the gym, you would think you would feel like super flat or like, something, right? Yeah, like super mm. flat, but you don't. Now on a three day fast, 
the third day, you will start feeling flat. I will be. <laughs> but everybody's different too, because I've read stuff where some people like they get into deep ketosis after three days and they start to feel better than ever. Hmm. So yeah. it, it sometimes it's two days, sometimes it's five days. Everyone's different. But I was going to the gym every day when I, you know, I did a three day fast. And that's the that's the rub like so, sometimes maybe, they say just take if you're gonna do a prolonged fast don't do any exercise yes or just do it for the first day i was or just two. curious i guess and I, I was the same i trained on my three-day fast too yeah and i know and other things i've read like hey you probably should just yeah. kind of like when you talked about going away and um when you uh the buddhist thing you're talking about yeah you're going there for a reason yeah sometimes a prolonged fast should be for a reason of yeah of calm and chilled and letting your body settle yeah and regenerate mm. and all that stuff i agree but i did i was just curious i was like i wonder if you know and because i never felt it when i do my intermittent fasting and so on the third day i did feel it. i was gassed man i just couldn't you know like mm. i was trying to do my warm-up jog and i was like oh man you know and i got out i tried to do some some weights and i was just like oh man <laughs> You know, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go." But it's it's fun to experiment on yourself, right? Of course, because you know everyone's a little different. I feel so. like nobody really experiments. Nobody questions anything. No one tries anything new. Yeah, like I'm doing keto. I'm doing fasting. I'm doing prolonged fasting. I'm doing carbs. I've done six meals. I've do cold showers. I do saunas. Just play, play yeah, around. Play around with it. And I mean, I, I guess I treat myself my body a little bit like a race car you know i kind of curious to see where <laughs> my like, feet are good can i run faster yeah can i run faster <laughs> does this do that like you know it's true like if i have three cups of coffee then i start to notice that i i just don't feel as good i get a little too like too wide yeah too wired yeah. and like i start to and then i start to feel almost like sleepy it's very strange but yeah so i start to find like where's my you know my performance come in and yeah like, two cups of coffee is pretty good for me in the morning self-awareness right yeah like the bulletproof coffee oh my god yeah that, for me that's just like, oh game changer yeah I was like, totally not just the stimulant but to have the the fat fuel on top of that yep. i'm like well let's go this yeah. is great yeah it that really helped just like keep me more satisfied in the morning i just didn't feel mm. hungry at all you know um, no matter what happens to you, you're going to get naysays. Hey, fasting's bad. Uh, keto's bad. This is bad. Uh, you should lift weights this way. And Cordell and I talk about this a lot. You just got to do for you. Find yeah. what works for you. Mind your own business. Don't let anyone else, unless someone generally has more education on that and they're trying to help you. But that's yeah. I, that's very rare. Well, yeah, and I never feel like I know everything. I just feel like I know more than I did before. Right? Mm. And that's like, I don't feel like, oh, I've got it figured out. No, I just, I just know a little more than I did before. Like, I'm not the guy to give you, you know. And you got to go through it yourself to, to you know do. that, right? And there's, there's, you can't put everyone into one like category too. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm intermittent fasting and I'm doing all this stuff, but I'm also, I'm not like trying to be a professional bodybuilder doing competition. Yeah. So like, that's a different whole different yeah you're not trying to put 50 pounds of yeah. muscle on i'm not trying to do triathlons right now i'm yeah. not trying to like w like those are all different goals like you're doing I, I don't think you can do three-day fasting if you're doing you know you're trying to train for a triathlon like i don't think you can do that i think you need to eat all the time you're going to be mm. burning so many calories that you're going to literally wither away i do think there's just where are you and what are you doing and like all yeah, that stuff absolutely. has to do with i'm talking just some general life and day-to-day -day living and going to the gym for 45 minutes to an hour doing some basic stuff i i, I intermittent fasting works great for me mm. right and that's just developing a good habits that yes that all kind of works together with the business the health kind of yeah. the whole the full circle isn't it yeah and i feel like that's the thing right now everyone's got the answer you know and i don't think that's fair i like that yeah like that's not fair because 
there is no one answer for all things you know mm. there's so many different ways to skin a cat as mm. they say and you got to be careful of like not falling into the trap like well he said this and this is well yeah but like where's his background what is he referring it to where is he coming from there's so much you know different body shape body shape fast twitch slow twitch bone structure you know length mindset, of legs yeah like the, the way you learn totally it's it's so everyone's so different and yeah. you gotta understand that and there is someone has done what you're trying to do i agree with that but maybe you could do it a different way too mm. like there's not just one answer so you know be careful following the just dogmas i guess of it all and mm. just keep learning and learn and experiment for yeah. yourself right there was a good book actually just to go back on books it was mark manson book um it's not the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah yeah okay that book was a great book to kind of give you an idea of like you know what we really don't we only know a little more than we knew before we you know even as a as a humanity there is not one person on earth that has all the answers there isn't no there's not one person we collectively have more answers than we did 100 years ago you know we know a lot more than we did yeah do we know everything yet we still don't Never right? will. Yeah, we, we might never, we never will. Mm. And I think sometimes people fall into the, you know, to like two categories as far as this goes. One category, everyone feels like somebody already figured everything out, you know, and no one's told us yet. Yeah. You know, or then there's the other one like no one knows anything, they're wrong or, you know, and it's like, we're kind of a little bit of everything all the time, you know. And then even with business, just because it's always been done this way. Does, it doesn't need to continue to be done this way. No, that's where innovation comes. Social in. media is proving has been proving that for the last so, you know, Amazon fifteen like, years. Like, yeah. so many businesses that come in and change. Like Uber being a huge yeah. one, Airbnb being a huge one. How many just, empty buildings do we see now, and mm. malls that are just empty now because of the yeah change. malls aren't going to be around for too much longer. Yeah, I hate malls because. Yeah. You can get on online 100% the next day exactly yeah. what you want. You can chase your tail running around the city to not find what you want. Yep. So, yeah, just because something's been done, that comes to diet, that comes to exercise, that comes to business, that yeah. comes to technology, it can be changed. And no one knows. Yeah. So, hmm. Anything else you want to tie in, finish off with? No, just, uh, you know, if... I would say that one thing that I would want to leave anybody with is if you're trying to be, you know, trying to move into a different part of your life, whatever it may be, if you want to start a business, you want to be healthy, whatever it is, you need to get yourself in a room or in a situation where you're around people that are doing that stuff. Like get involved with something. You want yeah. to, you feel really overweight. I know it sounds crazy, but join a running club. I guarantee you. Every runner I've met is so nice and so like welcoming. Yeah. They will figure out a way to incorporate you in the running club. You know what I mean? Like just get around those people. You're gonna feel weird, you'll feel awkward, but they're gonna be proud of you just for showing up. And you're gonna feel proud of yourself after a few weeks for just showing up. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're just gonna feel different. Like get around those people. You wanna be making a lot more money? Who's making a lot of money? I'm sure you can figure it out. Figure out how to get it around those people you know yeah it's basically getting out your environment get out of your comfort zone because you're going to get stretched yeah get out of your comfort zone by getting to a different environment you're going to start picking up ideas that you didn't have before you're going to activate that ras in a different way mm. and start seeing different opportunities your world will start to change and a way of doing that is picking up a book too yeah picking up a, a if you are in the middle book. of nowhere and you can't get around anybody yeah start picking but even if you're in town you're in vegas and you can't get around people 
picking up a book or watching YouTube videos or educating yourself on where you want to go. Hey, it's business, it's marketing, it's Facebook ads, it's weight loss, it's, it's fasting. You can start to learn. And by doing that, you start to, you start to see and hear things and, oh, yeah. this person does, like I was in a coffee shop the other day and this guy was having a black coffee and a sausage. And I was like, I bet you he does keto. Yeah. But if I wasn't doing keto and I wasn't aware of that, yeah. I never would have recognized that. Yeah. So if I didn't know much about it, that would have gave me an idea. That would give me an introduction to introduce myself and talk to him about keto. Yeah. And that's kind of putting out what you said, isn't it? Yeah. Doing something small that leads to something else. Totally. Just even making an effort like, you know, booking the, the appointment, booking the whatever seminar that's going on, like just book it. Like, you know what I mean? Like put it on the calendar. Don't just like wishfully think, hope that something's gonna kind of come your way. Like mm. go make an effort. Like you find a book you really like, like email the author. I know it sounds crazy, but or find them on social media, send a message. Like say, thank you, this changed my life or this really opened my eyes or whatever. And they might be like, oh great, thank you. Like, where are you at? Oh, we're gonna be here. Like all of a sudden just connections start to form, right? Yeah. So you gotta just, schedule the things that you know and and put yourself in the places uh that you would like to be a part of and then the last thing i kind of want to touch on is don't wait for validation or approval from anybody yeah you're going to be the validation you're going to be the approval of yourself and that's yeah. all it should matter don't don't not do something because you worry about someone's opinion you're waiting for someone else to give you the thumbs up you're waiting for someone else hey i posted this video i didn't get any likes therefore i take it down you, like we talked about the other day, didn't we? Yeah. Posting it, did anyone say anything? No, and they probably won't. Yeah. But I literally had a guest on the other day with a with the podcast, and he told me stuff that I had, I had made, I had posted that had influenced his life and changed his business. That is the best compliment I yep. could that possibly ask for. Yeah. Has he ever told me that before? Has he ever commented on anything? No. Yeah. But obviously, he saw something, he took action, and it helped change his life. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, even like I was listening to Gary Vee one time. I was listening, maybe it was one of his books or just something he was, maybe it was like one of his videos. And he's like, you know, the goal is to get you to not listen to me, like just to go. Right? You don't need and, it. Yeah. And, I, and I really started thinking about that. And I was like, you know what? There comes a point when all these self-help books, and this is just to close out what you're saying, mm. all these things that we're trying to get you, you know, to learn, read books, do all these things. There comes a point where you just have to take the action. Like you just have to go. You got to shut all that off. You got to put down the books. You got to put down the audio books and go work and go do the thing that you want to do, right? And start making it happen. Mm -hmm. wow. Love that. I yeah. think that's the perfect close. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you next time, guys.